show with my Ashola and today's episode is brought to you by Hennessy because I love um I love Hennessy sometimes not all the time it's brown and my co-host for today is T of T's hair secrets so she has um this natural hair care product that is like really bomb it keeps your hair really moisturized and if you know me personally you know I've been wearing a frontal for like the last six months and I finally took my hair down and now it's like all it's just Oh, it's a hot mess. You're going to get me together. But that's our co-host for today. Say hey, T. Hey, 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 y'all. <laughs> Yay. I'm so happy she's here. We're going to talk about really fun things. Um, we're going to have our Ask My Shola. We're going to go talk about natural hair and how to grow your hair back, how to get back your edges, which is very important to everybody. Everybody. I don't care. White, black, everybody. We all need edges. Um, then the Ask a, the Learn a Lesson moment, we're going to talk about press kits and media because that's an important thing. And then we go round it out, you know, with our, uh, you know, closeout time. So that's that's how, that's me your show today. So it'll be fun. Um, but first, I want you to introduce herself just a little bit because y'all don't know much about her. She has T's Hair Secret, which has uh, it smells really good. I did her labels. It's actually one of my clients. If you don't know me uh, by now, I have a branding and marketing firm. So T, introduce yourself. Hey y'all. So yes, my name is T. Um, well, my real name is Tanika Vance Randall, but everybody, most people call me T. That's been one of my nicknames all my life. And yes, like Mai said, I am the creator of T's Hair Secret, which is a line of natural hair care products I created to help ladies and teens that are struggling with their hair. They're having dry hair, breakage, all that stuff, and they're having issues. I help them get their hair all healthy and beautiful with my products and just knowledge, basically. And she has like a her hair is just so bomb. Like she has the most beautiful. I'm gonna put a picture. That's gonna be the cover art for this one. She has the most beautiful hair. It's like so thick and Thank luxurious. You. It's awesome. Yeah. So she's not really familiar with our show, but we're gonna have the Ask My Shola. And let's see. I have quite a few, so let me go figure out which one we're gonna do today. We have okay. This is one. They wanted to be anonymous, so they didn't put they didn't put a name, but. It says, I have two people since middle school that I've called my best friend, and that's it. However, as I've gotten older, I've gained an amazing group of friends. Some can I, some I could consider being my best friend, and some I'm like, we just some good-ass friends. Oh, my gosh. That's but in all of their eyes, I'm their best friend. So how do I tell them I could be your best friend, but you're not my best friend? I don't want to hurt their feelings. You know that's not a term that you just use with everybody. Help me, please, bombshell. Okay. So let me let me sum it up. I'm gonna let T speak too. But I, I have this problem too. And not only for myself, I have friends who have this problem where I'm friends with their friends and they think that they're best friends, but my friend is like, that's not really my best friend. It happens sometimes, be like that. You know what I mean? So my advice is it's okay for you to have a best friend that, you know, a somebody that thinks that you're their best friend, but it might not be a mutual, you know, a mutual thing. It doesn't really matter. We're grown. Like you don't have to their titles aren't important. What's important is, are you there for that person? So if that person is right. there for you and, and doing things that they need to do as um, a friend for you, just reciprocate. They don't, you don't need a title. Like, I, I mean, I don't, I, I don't even really think I use that title anymore. And the people I do use the title with, we're not even, that's still my best friend, but we don't even have the same day-to-day dealings because we're adults. We have responsibilities. Yeah. We have things we need to do. 
Um, so the title isn't really isn't as important. I think it's more important to make sure that you reciprocate. If that person's there for you, if you, you know, get married or you have a kid or, you know, you just have a girl's night and they show up for you, show up for them, you know? Being there is so important as an adult because we don't really have a lot of time anymore to really get to do what we want to do. So if you're reciprocating to me, it doesn't matter. The title doesn't matter. You don't have to, like, it's just not, it's not important to me. T, what you think? Yeah, my, I totally agree. And like, and if somebody actually is getting caught up on if you're calling them best friend versus friend, like that's a whole nother problem. Like that's childish. So like it ain't even about, oh my God. Yeah, like, that's, like, some kitty stuff. Like, okay, yeah, I have a best friend. Like, yeah, I call her my best friend. She's, like, so cool. But then, yeah, I have, I don't really, like she said, I don't really have a lot of people that are friends. And I have people that call me their friend, but I don't really see them like a friend. You know, they're, like, just cool people, you know, I I associate with and I'm chill with because, but anyways, at the end of the day, yeah, all those titles, it doesn't matter. Like, as long as, you know, y'all know that y'all got each other. Like, you know, it ain't no mess. It ain't no drama. Like y'all cool. Y'all, you know, y'all chill. Y'all talking. I may not even talk every day. Like I know me and my best friend, I was telling her, I think sometimes we can go like over a week or two weeks. We even probably went like around a month without talking, but it's, it's cool. Like, you know, ain't nothing wrong with that. Cause Hey, we have lives, we have children, we have, you know, stuff that we're trying to do in the world. As long as y'all know y'all cool with each other. Like it doesn't matter if, Oh, they're your best friend or not, because they ain't nothing but a word. Ain't that important? Exactly. That's how I feel. It's like we're just really past titles at this point. We're too old for that. So <laughs> that's that's my take. If, if they want to call yeah. you their best friend, let them. Yay. It's okay. Right? It's gonna be all right. You gonna make it in life. I promise. It'll be all right. So that's our advice for today for the Ask My Shola. Um, now when I'm, I just want to move into the talking about the edges. Edges are important. Like. Yes, I see too many people without edges. And since you are, you grew your hair back. I, just tell them your story for a little bit because I know your story, but they don't. So give them, a, give them a preface of how you came to be T of these T hair, T's hair secrets. Yeah. So, um, so basically I've been like crazy about hair my whole life, but so I've always been that person like mixing up stuff and all that. But in 2011, I actually was diagnosed with cancer. And before that, I was natural already. It was like growing out my hair, all that good stuff, bam, bam. But I was diagnosed with cancer in 2011. And I lost all my hair. And, yeah, that sucks for me because I tell people it's crazy. Some people thinking I'm, like, retarded saying this. But I had – it affected me more that I was about to be bald head than it affected me, like, having cancer which is crazy to some, but that's, that's how it was to me. It was, you know, to women, a lot of women, our hair is a big deal. And it was, it was, I was depressed about being bald head. I wasn't depressed about cancer because I know I was going to be all right. But anyway, so, but out of that, so I started researching like natural oils because I did have chemo and yeah, my hair, all my hair fell out. So I started researching like different oils and everything because I knew I didn't want to put all these crazy chemicals in or on my body like I had been because I used to be doing crazy stuff to get my head a girl like mine is that crazy so <laughs> uh, so I started researching like natural oils and everything I already had an oil blend I had been using but I wanted to tweak it and so I ended up tweaking that and then while like even when my hair was still falling out I was still like putting this oil on my scalp like every other day just massaging my scalp with this oil or whatever so as my hair started growing back in I kept using this oil and then fast forward to um 2014, I had went from being Mr. Queen Bald, is what I called myself in 2011, because that's how I looked to me. I was Mr. Queen Bald. So in 2014, um, 
actually my hair had got went from being like no hair at all to like brush strap or I think it was a little under brush strap. But anyways, in like just that short period of time. And so everybody, my nickname has always been T. So people over that time, people would always be like, what are you doing to your hair? People always came to me for like hair tips and asked me about stuff. So I had my family and different people using the oil. But in August of 2014, I actually was watching on like a news segment and they had somebody making a shampoo bar. And I was like, oh, well, I can make a shampoo bar for my mom. That's like real cool. That's dope. And so I went and made that. But me being the kind of person I am, I can't just make one thing. I go overboard with it because I just love creating crap. So I went overboard. I did soap, but I created like scrubs and like all kinds of stuff. And I posted it on Facebook. And I was like, oh, y'all, look what I did, blah, blah, blah. And they was like, oh, my God, yeah, I want that. I love it. Like, it looks good. Like, are you selling it? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm selling it. So <laughs> even though I wasn't. And that's actually how my first brand, like, started off, which was, like, just basically soaps and all that stuff. But people was like, all right, T, we love this, but where's the hair stuff? Like, that's what we want. We want the hair stuff. So I sat down and I researched my butt off and I learned how to formulate like uh, conditioners and all this stuff. And I came out with that and I was like, oh, wow, but I have this oil that I've been using on my hair all this time. And so I just turned that into Glorious Growth Hair and Scalp Oil is the name I came up with. And I put that out and the rest is history. Like, yeah, now we have like over 11 products that I formulated myself and we create. I would have like a whole line. Yay. That's awesome. Yay. I didn't, I, well, I guess I didn't really know that full story like I thought I did. Like I thought I knew the story pretty well. But in actuality, I was missing a ridiculous amount of information. And I didn't even know it started with the oil. So I'm going to be, um, I'm going to be transparent. I used your, um, I used the mask. It's my poor hair. Like I just, it was so sad. It was, it was so sad. No, really. Because I, like I said, I had a sewing for six months. And, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I didn't keep it for the whole six months, mind you. Shout out to King Low yeah. because King Low really does my hair. And sometimes when y'all see me, she had just did it. But if I didn't get there on time because I'm very busy and I travel a lot, I'd be like, I told people, yeah. King Low didn't do that to my head. Don't don't look at this. Don't she didn't do this to it. I, I did this to myself. But I got it taken down every two months. But at the same time, it's just not the same as before when I'm washing my hair every other day. I'm letting the mm-hmm. sebum go through. You know, it's staying moisturized. It's very hard to keep your hair healthy. When you have a protective style, because you don't really get to, you know, moisturize it the same. I really want someone yeah. to come up with like a, a needle type thing that I can put in them little in, inside the grid of that, that, uh, what is it she used, that net she used so I can get yeah. to my scalp and oil it, but it don't, you know, it don't matter. It don't help. But no, the mask really did help because my hair was very dry. My curl pattern was just like crunchy and just sad. And mm-hmm. and the mask made it to where it's manageable because I really felt like I was going to take all my hair out trying to manage it and comb it because it was just so sad and dry. Yeah. But eventually I tried yeah. the rest of the stuff. But it smells really good and it moisturizes really well. Even the um the bundles I had because they were, oh, I have that wet and wavy bundle. And you know how it when you put it, um well, not you because you got gray hair. But if you wear wet and wavy bundles, you know that it looks cute when it's wet. But when it dry, it turns yeah. to puffball. The yeah. uh the mask, I don't I think that I used it wrong the first time. It was the only thing I had with me because I took your stuff to Georgia so I couldn't do the labels. But it was the only thing I had with me. And I put it on there not saying that it was a mask, but it made it lay and be the curl pattern come together a lot yeah. better than it being just how it was. Cause I was just putting water on it. So it's great and smells yeah, good. It yeah. is super dope. I love it. But I wanted to know, how do you get your edges back? So let's say you've just lost your edges. They are nowhere to be found. You've lost them. I know for a fact, 
and like I said, Lo don't be doing this to me. I did it to myself. And I know that's why she wanted to tell me what it was. When I had my frontal, when Lo lays my frontal, mind you, her name is King Lo. It's crowned by KingLo.com. Crown start with a K. When um when she puts the frontal on my head, she lays it so well. The baby hairs be so, so amazing. She be putting a little powder down. It looked like it's my scalp. When I wash mm-hmm. my hair and it goes away and I put it back and I was using that got to be glued, it just wasn't working. Like it would last for maybe half a day. I'm having, I look like I got wings flapping. Like it was just bad. So I kept begging her to tell me what she's putting on my head. And mind you, she didn't tell me both products, probably for good reason. Cause I don't know what I'm doing. I took all my hair out, but she did tell me about ghost bond. And I don't have the patience that she does. When she lays my lace front, it, she would take like 30 minutes to properly, you know, put the glue, let mm-hmm. it dry, put another layer, let it dry, just do the front part, let that dry, then do one side, blow dry that. Dip. I don't got time. I got 30 minutes to lay lace front. I do not. I don't have time. So me, you know, I put the glue all around. I'm just like, you know, put the glue from one end to the other end. I'm good. I'm like, yeah, I let that dry. I put it on. Cool. You already know what happened. You already know what happened. It got in my <laughs> hair. It, I, and then when I remove it, I don't buy the, I don't buy the solvent. I don't take it off proper. I just this oh, why she wanted to tell me what she put in my head because she's like goes. She's like probably thinking they got to be glued is not really gonna mess my hair up that bad. You know I can wash that out. She probably think I'm gonna yeah. tell you this ghost bond. You gonna take all your edges out. Guess what I did, y'all? I put the ghost bond in my hair. I did not properly do it. I didn't take all my edges out, but I oh, definitely Lord. I damaged my edges. I definitely because I was lazy and I was rushing and I didn't do things properly. I know I did. I know. I know. I know. I know. I'm sorry, Lo. I'm sorry. And you know who else gonna get mad at me? Koya. Mother, so Lo does my sew-ins. And Koya, her name is Pretty Koya. It's spelled pretty. C-A-R-L-Y-I-A. Go to prettykoya.com. She does my natural hair. I know when I go to her, because I'm going to go to her to get my natural hair, um, silk press. She's going to be like, what did you do your hair? And I tried to tell people it wasn't them. I did it to myself. I'm not even going to do it like that. I took out pieces of my edges because i didn't want to properly wait to take the ghost bond out yeah i'm sure i probably should have had some solvent or something i didn't do that at all what happened was um see what happened was i see i thought if i just pulled it it wouldn't take my hair out but then when i went to go pull my hair back i had it i had some patches you know what i mean i didn't think it was damaging but it did it did it went away so how can we get our edges back what do you suggest i know your products work great but like let's say what are some things we can do at home let's say we we need to start today before we get your products in the house what can we do to help help bring our edges back they mad at us they ran away well one thing for sure is don't be pulling your lace fronts off That's, that's definitely one thing you could do, yeah, if you don't have my, uh, without, if you don't have my product yet. And yeah, make sure you're not doing anything like to, that's going to cause additional damage. Like, don't, you know, wear those tight hairstyles, anything like that that's going to be pulling. Now, some people get the braids and some people braid people's brain. Like, yeah, don't get styles like that, that every little baby hair, like around the edge is like pulled up. Like, you're not supposed to be braiding all that. I don't do things like that. You have to stay away from styles that's actually, that can cause uh, future damage. And yeah, then as far as like getting it back on track, yeah, like my oils, like the Gorgeous Growth Hair and Scalp Oil, that's like a really, really dope oil. Like I tell people, like especially if they have like the issue with like missing spots, like you can put that oil on your scalp, like around your edges. You can put it all over your hair. But like if you concentrate on your edges, like just put some dabs of that on there and like massage it. I tell people, try to massage for at least five minutes. 
um a day or you could do like every other day depending on how your hair actually soaks the oil up and like that'll keep the, that'll help with the circulation and get that circulation going and get all those nutrients and everything there so that your hair can start to grow back like healthy and strong and yeah and just in the future like stay away from pulling the lace fronts off and those tight styles like anything that's pulling at your hairline yeah see what happens <laughs> okay that that prevents us from taking our hair off and you said the oil okay but so what are there any home-based oils other than you know not pulling tension so that we can do for our hair or maybe like massaging i know that stimulation of yeah. your scalp helps yeah. with hair growth yeah yeah because that yeah that helps the blood flow get there and you know your follicles need that's how your follicles get those nutrients they get it from you know the blood supply like going there your blood carries like all the nutrients, the iron and everything, the vitamins and everything that your hair needs to like grow strong. And like, yeah, and like if you have like, um, and like some people may have like some uh, essential oils around their house that you can like add to like a carrier oil because you don't want to put no straight up essential oils just on your scalp by itself because you're going to burn your dog on head up. See, I didn't yeah, know that. Do <laughs> don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> you have to dilute them with like a carrier oil, like um, some people like coconut oil jojoba oil like castor oil is the um is an awesome one it's really really thick but it's really really good at, to help um promote growth and yeah so if you have like any of those like around your house mixing with like a essential oil like a peppermint a rosemary lang lang lavender like uh those are like really really dope and like help uh promote like circulation to your scalp and help promote growth and they're also like antibacterial antifungal feature is another awesome one that kill like bacteria and all that stuff too because that can inhibit growth when you have like a not healthy environment or whatever so yeah like use those things massage yourself with them now i love to get you oil that's something i wash my hair with especially and then i do my spiritual baths where i have my herbs and you know my my um flowers and you know mm-hmm. uh, apple cider vinegar in my baths i put tea tree oil in it as well it just you know it cleanses mm-hmm. everything it just makes yeah. everything so good and it's then dope. lavender oil smells I just love how oil smells and it stays on your skin. It just makes me so happy. So I'm glad to know that. Yeah. But I didn't know that's put directly on your head. So carry oil, you say. Please do tell us. Tell us more. Yeah, yeah. You have to dilute it. Like, you know, a carrier oil, those basically when you go in the store, those are the ones that's mainly like the bigger bottles. Like uh, even like um freaking olive oil, like that's a dope when people use like olive oil, grapeseed oil, uh castor oil, coconut oil, things like that are considered carrier oils and you actually put the essential oils like those you know the essential oils i think a one way that if people don't know what the difference is like essential oils when you open them those have like those way like strong scents to it and you have to like really dilute those like most of the carrier oils don't have like strong scents like that you can't like use that to like try to fragrance your house with but the essential gotcha. oils, they're like really really concentrated and so, that makes yeah, sense. You know, yeah. Like um, so, yeah, you don't put those olive oil. oil. Mm-hmm. Is that a carrier oil? Would that be carrier oil? Yeah, yeah, that's a carrier oil. Okay, what about jojoba yeah. oil? Yeah. Oh, see, I see. That's I do know some stuff. Carrier. Oh, okay, okay, cool. So I know a little bit. I know a little bit. I'm right, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's that sound? The sound. That's the learning lesson moment. Sounds time for a learn a lesson moment. Yeah. All right. So I learned a lesson moment today is how to use media kits. And I, I picked this one because T this morning texted me and she said that she had an opportunity for some press coverage, but they asked her for an EPK, which is an electronic press kit, basically. 
And so I'm basically going to ask, answer some questions that she had about it. And, and instead of my normal little lesson thing, I'm just going to let you ask questions and we're going to talk. So what questions do you have about the EPK? For all of you who don't know what electronic press kit is, it is a document that you can send online. So press kits used to be um, like this physical folder of information about you, your bio, what you do, stats, things like that. And electronic ones, when you can send virtually, you can send it an email. Um, it could be a video. It could be like a website page that's an EPK. Um, there's lots of different things it could be. So that's kind of basically what it is. And you use it to garner sponsorships or garner um, support or press or whatever to tell them about you so they have something to base it off of. It includes pictures and video so they can use in their posts or blogs or writings or articles or whatever. Basically, it's all the information about you so they can write about you very quickly without having to do much research. Um, that's what EPK is. So what questions do you have, T, about EPK? You just answered them. But <laughs> <laughs> but I will add, okay, so do you recommend, like, for somebody like me, you know, we all have our things. We're awesome at, but I know what I am not awesome at. And, like, I'm awesome at research and all that stuff, yada, yada, yada. But, like, you know, some people, it takes us forever to, like, actually compile all of this stuff. Like, even if we know all of this information, like, to actually compile it and make it look visually awesome and amazing and everything. Like, so do you suggest that somebody go doing this on their own? Or do you recommend they reach out to somebody like you who knows what they're doing so you can do it for us instead of us trying to be out here and take, like, 10 weeks to do something that you can get done? So this is something that I teach in my group. And I know you work nights, so you do, you weren't on the call. I have an accountability program for business owners. It's called Masterminds. You go to freemind.com, F-R-E-E-M-Y-I-N-D.com, backslash mastermind. And I spell everything with a M-Y-I because my name is my Ashola. Um, I taught last week in our call that there are some things that you need to do. Um, and there's some things you need to outsource because, for instance, mm -hmm. I charge $75 an hour for my work. There's some things I don't need to do because the time that I spend doing it, I could have been billing somebody $75 an hour and paying somebody else less than $75 an hour to do what it is what I was doing and make more money. So, for instance, um, sorting things. I can pay somebody $10 an hour to do that, and I can go work for those two hours or whatever hours it is and charge $75 an hour, pay the person $10 an hour, and I made $65 an hour versus me going to spend right. my time doing it. So I think you have to ask yourself two questions. One, do you bill more an hour than you do actually having to do whatever it is done, done? Um, and how much is it going to cost you? And then secondly, do you have the skills? Now, everybody does, is a designer. Now, everybody understands the importance of certain things. For instance, I can look at something very, very quickly and know if a graphic designer did it or not. There are rules of thirds. There are rules of spacing. There are rules of negative space that if you're not a designer, you don't understand. And it's not so much as what looks good or appealing. It's, it's so much as what psychologically works well, where you put words, right. the order that you put words, how you emphasize things, the fonts that you use all make a difference. It makes a huge difference. And it, it makes a difference on how you feel about things and psychologically how people perceive you. For instance, I have a client that does college admissions consulting. We would use a serif font for that. Serif means a font that has deep um, lines. So Times Roman is a serif font, you know, um, versus if, if it's something for something more fun and free, like I have a client that does, you know, sexual enhancement products. I'm not going to use a serif font for her. Serif fonts are more collegiate. They're more, um, more uppity. They're not as fun. I would use a sans serif font, meaning it has no feet. So something like um, 
Roboto or Railway is something that I would use. Um, I would never use Comic Sans. And there's some fonts that also outplayed, overplayed. Beauty and the Beast, very overplayed. Um, there, there's just a, there, there are things that you know as a graphic designer that you wouldn't know as a regular person. Faux pas, if yeah. you will, that you wouldn't do. So if you do know those things and there's something you can do, like let's say you're a web developer, graphic design might not be your thing, but you do understand you know, how things need to look visually and graphic space and things like that, then go ahead. If you are a nurse, please don't do it. Just pay somebody because whatever time that you spend trying to do it is not <laughs> going to be as good as a graphic designer. And you could have been working some hours and making more money than you would have paid the graphic designer to get it done, especially if it's going to take you longer. you're telling me don't do it. No, no. <laughs> just, just pay somebody. No. For instance, let's say, I didn't mean you as a nurse. I didn't mean, I have lots of nurse clients. I keep forgetting you're a nurse. I no, promise. No, but you're telling the truth, though. No, you're telling the truth, though. It, yes. it was not a lie. No lies detected. It, because if it takes you four hours to do, but it takes me one, you could pay me that one versus you spend four hours and you could have spent with your kids or working or doing whatever and you have right. it out the way and have it done. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. that that's kind of the, that's the catch 22. Unless it's something you can do. Like there's lots of things I do for myself that it would cost me less to do myself than to pay a, a, somebody else to do. Um, and right. I don't mind that, you know, because I just do it myself, like web development. If I pay a web developer to make a website, mind you, I have like seven websites of a lot of businesses. If I pay a web developer, they're going to charge me 15 hours, probably 15, 20 hours worth of time to do, which is completely fair and completely worth it. And they might charge more than I do per, for graphic design or web design. And I understand that, but I can do it myself and save that money because that's what I do. On the other right. hand, like I, um, like if, for instance, yesterday, I wanted to add push notifications to my podcast website so that it would send notifications when I made a new post to the subscribers and to people who are on my website it will that have visited my website it will send them a notification when they make a new post that has a lot to do with app development i am not an app developer have i made apps yes i have i made two apps in my entire life it's way too hard that's not something i do all the time and that's not my cup of tea so guess what i did i paid somebody else hey can you do this for me because it's going to take me way more time the last time i tried to make an app it's gonna be 15 hours you know how long it takes to make an app the same type of app i was trying to do girl four so sometimes right. it's not what you're doing. You know what I mean? Everything is not for you. I know app development is not for me because that, that's not what I do. I'm not familiar with it. So when I run into problems or issues, it takes me a lot longer to fix it versus if he wants to issue, mm -hmm. he probably already knows really quickly how to overcome it. Same with me and web development. I, at this point, I do, I've done so many websites this past year, past calendar year anyway, I've probably done over 90 websites. So any problem that comes up, I probably already know the solution to it really quickly versus when I started versus somebody else would do a website. They're not hard, but when you come to the problem, you're probably going to spend 10 hours researching the solution. And I probably already know that solution. So definitely pay someone to right. do it. Don't do it yourself. Don't do it yourself. I can knock that out in an hour. Matter of fact, it's, I, when I first started my business, this is what I did the most of actually is um, I did lots of uh, press kits because that's what most people needed. And I charged a really flat rate of $75 and called it a day. And that's how I got a lot of business. Because once you need that, you probably need other things. I might have been like, hey, your your pictures aren't great or you need a better logo or whatever. Right. And that's how I got more work um, when I started. But I had to do a lot of them. So, yeah, I paid somebody. But press kits, they're important. Just saying. Yay. Yay. So that was our learn a lesson moment, you know. Learn a lesson moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Basically, that's it. So I want to just give a really quick club before we leave. My event of the week, or event of the day anyway, because I might do more this week, is um, the See, Plan, Pray event going on in Houston, Texas by Day Edwards in the Consultancy. Um, and it is this Saturday. Let me find it. Okay, let me pull it up real quick. 
don't judge my life. I should have this up already. They have five tickets left, so they almost sold out. But it is a seaplane prey, and it is you can find it on Eventbrite. Basically, it's a vision board party, but it's a little bit better than vision board party. It starts at four o'clock at Church Space on Cutting Road in Houston, Texas. One, two, four, two, three, Cutting Road. Um, and they're gonna have like they're gonna have like st- strategic type things. They have prayer, of course, strategy. They got vision sessions. Um, they have a branding person speaking. Um, there's a vision coach, Ken- Kenya Gray. Um, they're gonna learn how to discern and wake up by Pastor Jamel Johnson. You're also gonna learn about healing from Evelyn Wilson. There's uh the fearless approach by Nick, by Nick Journey. So it's a uh, and then there's also uh, the profits and planning business and nonprofits by Nikki Jackson and uh, Dayworth herself. And then there's a really strategic prayer for 2019 by Anisha Dixon. So there's five tickets left. Last time I checked, you can get your tickets at eventbrite.com backslash plan and pray tickets. So. Uh, and it's twenty dollars, so it's a really fun event. I think that'll work out really great for you guys. They, oh, and there's food. I love food. Who doesn't love food? You know, food, gay food. So, go to dip out. exactly. That is in North um North Houston. Do you, you live in Richmond or something? Whatever. You live far, but it's in North Houston. So, um, if you are in Houston, definitely, definitely check that out. And that's my plug of the week. But that kind of wraps up our show. Did you have anything else you wanted to say, T? Uh, yeah, so y'all, if y'all want to check out my products, head to teeshairsecret.com. That's T-E-E-S hairsecret.com and check out some awesome, awesome products. And ooh, so yeah, use the code MYMYI and get 15% off your purchase. So yeah, do that ooh, right now. Go ooh, right yeah. Now. Run, yeah, run. You, you know what to spend it on? That mini set, man. That mini set, it got, it, she got yeah. the oil she's talking about. She got the, like, the hair mask she's talking about. She got the spray she's talking about. There's two sprays in there. What's the other spray? I use this corn spray. What's the other spray? The other one was the no. The other one was the cleansing cream. That's for your hair. That's like a. It's a shampoo. That's a shampoo. Uh-huh. Oh, I I didn't know that at all. I didn't use it because I know it was for. But yeah, 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 yeah. Check that out and um and 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 do that link and all that good stuff or whatever. It smells really good, y'all. Like for real, for real. And y'all see on the um cover art, her hair is just so beautiful. It's just <sighs> I have a hair crush. But yeah. <laughs> so that's been our show it's the bombshell show and for day for today is the bombshell show with t of t's hair secret it's been great y'all. have a great day see you tomorrow Bye. or next week or whatever you know you know <laughs> thanks t you're welcome hey that was fun this, 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 this,